Welcome to Your Brand Amplified, the podcast where we interview marketers, publicists, and brands to learn their stories, what makes them tick, and tips and tricks that make a difference. Welcome back to this week's edition of Your Brand Amplified. I am here with Justin Lane of Adelaine Media Group. Welcome, Justin. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about your company. What does Adelaine do? And is that a play on your last name? It is. It's a play <laughs> on advertising and my last name. It was kind of a pet project. But um, the company where we specialize in digital marketing, but we're moving more into full service marketing. We even have partners that handle television and, and radio for us. And we are data driven, really big on the attribution and the measurement side. So moving lots of data through the ecosystem and using machine learning and artificial intelligence to help us make better decisions on the buying side. Um, now, to the average listener, that probably sounds like a foreign language. I know I'm in marketing and PR, but digital marketing advertising is not my wheelhouse. So essentially, can you put that into layman's terms? Yeah, we will um, go and find your desired audience anywhere on the internet, Facebook, programmatic, wherever we think they are, for the most cost-effective price. Awesome. Leveraging data. Yeah. Please <laughs> edit. Nice. <laughs> um, I think that it's so important. There are so many companies that live in the space, right? I mean, in my field and in yours. So how do you break through the noise? What's your point of differentiation that you offer? It's difficult. So again, the point of differentiation is going to be the data. Absolutely. So we go in and we have, you know, most of the work that we do up front is technically getting your website and all your digital properties ready to measure. Um, and there's, you know, a lot of the, the agencies that you'll get now, they might be good with Facebook. So they'll go into Facebook and they have a Facebook pixel and that conversion is saying, okay, Facebook's doing its job and it's great, but it doesn't know about all the effort in Google or the PR at the top of the funnel. So it's really taking a ton of credit for what it shouldn't be. And I would say most agencies work in those silos where they buy Facebook and then let Facebook tell them how good of a job they're doing without taking into any consideration any other platform. So our, our difference is we bring all of the platforms together and measure them for the performance, for that holistic view. Nice. Yeah, I think that's a really good point is there are a lot of people who say they do, do digital advertising, but they might specialize in one piece or another. Um, or they might learn quickly how to do something else, but it's not giving that whole holistic yeah. piece. And as we see everything in storytelling today and getting your brand message out, it has to involve every piece of the pie. It has to involve the PR strategy, the marketing, the digital marketing, how you're coming across on every platform, all of that combined. Um, and that's where we met about, I met your, one of your partners about a year ago um, and we just continued having conversations because it's nice to find people that you like and you want to work with, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And I would say even a year ago, just trying to sell this whole omni-channel data solution, people just were like, that's too complicated. Like mm -hmm. you're just like, it sounds great, but we don't know what it means. And, and it's just super complicated. So that has been a struggle coming from an attribution space uh, from a technology perspective and saying, Hey, we're going to help you do this. It's, it's been a struggle to get, you know, communicate, you know, how effective this can be without, you know, just oversimplifying it. So. 
Well, and you were, you majored in computer science? I've majored what? in a lot of things and never been <laughs> bioengineering, but yeah, it was, wow. um, it was mechanical engineering for aerospace. Wow. First. Okay. And then there was a, a, um, high propensity for computer in those courses. So the professors pulled me out and said, hey, you should take these high level computer courses. And then after taking those, I was hired out of college to go write a global quoting system. So wow. I didn't finish that. And then that moved me right into uh, the very beginning of Google. And when Google first started and building uh, you know, hundreds of websites for the pharmaceutical market. That's how oh I got gosh. into the marketing game from a technology side. Wow. So, and then I tried bioengineering at ASU and just couldn't stay focused. No. Like work was <laughs> always calling to me and way more exciting. Yeah. It sounds like you definitely found your niche. Um, yes. How have you seen things change in the market from the early days of Google to now? I mean, I'm sure so there's, I'm sure there's too much to share, but like, what are some of the top level? Yeah. High, super high level. Back in the day, it was a very manual bidding. We would have hundreds of systems monitoring uh, cost per click. Wow. And there was very little intelligence coming from the platforms like Google. It was basically us deciding if a click was valuable. Moving into, they all got super intelligent. And so they gave us the ability to target consumers in these particular ways. Then privacy hit. So mm. they reined back on our ability to do that, but they say they can still do it. So now we're to a black box scenario where you just really the best way to buy digital media is just to kind of put in your basic parameters and let them do their job and then measure it holistically. So we went from super scrappy. We were doing everything ourselves. Every click was accounted for and had a cost and we were manipulating them daily to most of the time we set everything up and, and don't touch it for a couple of weeks just to see how it goes. So it's changed a lot. Yeah, that sounds like a big change. I, I still remember the days when we would fax press releases and call somebody <laughs> to make sure they received it. So things have changed a lot in my world too. Yes. Definitely. So wh where did you grow up? I grew up in Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. And then uh, went to Oklahoma, Stillwater, Oklahoma, where I met my wife. Hmm. And that's where I went to Oklahoma State. And then we actually had children young. So I have five children the old of which is 21. Oh my gosh. And uh, so then we kind of bounced around between Arizona where I was comfortable and California where everyone wanted to be. And then we just kind of landed in California and that's nice. where we are now in Long Beach. Very cool. So what inspires and motivates you to keep going? Oh, well, failure and disappointment, disappointing anyone. And it just so happens to be that the biggest failure I can do or disappointment is not make enough money for the family. So, uh, you know, having a successful business so all my partners and everybody can be happy. But challenging myself is pretty much uh, my day to day. I will take a, a challenge over money every day of the week just so I can do it almost to a fault. Wow. Like, interesting. I'll do this really hard work for you for free because I don't know if it can be done and I want to try. So I think the challenges are what keep me fresh in advertising and up on the game, just picking that up. But what motivates me is, uh, you know, the end game, the American dream, mm -hmm. not to have to work 12 hours a day. <laughs> yeah, I, I think for that, I, that resonates 100%. Um, and also the wanting to be there for your family and your partners and make sure that everybody's taken care of around you. 
Um, if you were a, if I were interviewing you and you're a woman and I, I do believe men can have this too. I would say maybe you have some imposter syndrome and that's driving you a little bit too, to not take as much money as you should be. Right. Um, so nice. I, I'm, tur- I'm turning this interview into a little therapy session, apparently. <laughs> no, no, I 100% have that. Um, there is a there is a lot of knowledge. I've been doing this for over 20 years and technically into it. So like the infrastructure, the, the Wizard of Oz behind the curtain of how mm-hmm. Facebook works and all of these, it's all pretty much the same when it comes to media buying and how you do it. And I definitely take that for granted. And then the imposter syndrome, when I just say things that I just kind of know, like I woke up today and the sun was there and people are like, you know what the sun is? And I'm like, yeah, don't you? But um, yeah, the things that I know that most people don't that I take for granted, I'm like, like, I I shouldn't be praised this much for this stuff. Like everyone can know this. It's free for everyone to know, you know? So imposter syndrome, I think is in my day every day. Yes. But you should, on the other side, you should own all of the valuable skills that you've built up over the, you know, and I think that's a a point we get into trouble when we're in this marketing space is we, we do like to do projects that are interesting, even if they're sometimes less pain, even though we have bills and families to feed. (laughs) Um, And uh, we, we also, we built up this store of knowledge. We built up these connections, but it is easy to say, oh yeah, I can just make that phone call or I can just make this happen. Um, but it doesn't always happen that fast. Like you said, sometimes there has to be some time and cadence and foundational work put into things so that you can get the right metrics that you know that you're reaching the right audience that that ad is delivering or that PR message is delivering. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Do you have a favorite quote? It varies depending on how intense my life is. So uh, <laughs> currently in my state, Uh, because I've just moved and my wife is in New York. So with my youngest, so I'm watching the other kids while doing all the moving and the juggling. For the last few weeks, it has been hardcore from the seals. Yesterday was the only easy day. Hmm. And so if you take into consider, this is from their budge training and I'm I'm not military by any means, but um, when you look at all of the changes that are happening for privacy, so you have Google that's pivoting on privacy reasons and their pivots aren't being articulated in updates. So all of a sudden something's not working the same and Google's like, oh yeah, we had to change this for privacy. Here's how it works now. So every single day, even if you conquer almost every single problem that you had and put a bandaid on it, the next day you're gonna have new problems plus the old ones. So just by default, yesterday was the easiest day you ever had. And it just really feels like that. So that's kind of the, like, just tomorrow is going to be a lot harder. Get ready for it and uh, don't rest. Really. Wow. I don't even know what to say to that. (laughs) (laughs) Mine is like, you know, something about peace or being kind or, you know, one of those platitudes. Yeah. So (laughs) I do have those guiding principles. Uh, It doesn't matter how aggressive I get or frustrated I get. Always be kind, you know, always do these things. You know, at the end of the day, I'm engaging with humans and I am a human. And all of these actions and frustration, it's just advertising, right? Nobody has died. You know, mistakes will be made. So at the end of the day, I need to still act like a human and treat other humans like humans. So. Yeah, those guiding principles are there when I get frustrated and just like, whoa, and it's like, just breathe. It's difficult. You're going to get through it, but we're good. Awesome. 
Um, so Adelaine is your newest company. Um, yes. How long has it been around? Two years, wow. I think. It's a baby, yes. It's a baby and it survived the pandemic. It did, yes. We had a few clients that uh, you know shut off initially and then kind of changed their tone and wanted to get uh, uh, pandemic messaging out. And so then that media buy picked up on that. So that was, yeah, we, I mean, it was scary for a couple of weeks and then it picked up and still difficult and we're still recovering from it, but yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was scary. Well, I'm glad that you're here. And I know you said you're expanding and you're doing other things because you do digital marketing, SEO, you do, uh, you know, you, you have so much experience building out websites and making sure they have the capabilities. So what, what is next for your brand? Um, you know, I think we need to focus. So we did, we did jump into, you know, writing our own software for measurement and it was a big Mm. software package, kind of like, you know, we'll handle everything as a self-service, all your advertising in one, I, one, I don't even know if that's possible. And two, we don't have the resources to pull it off. But then we started talking to clients and it was like, we want to do, you know, they buy into this data-driven ecosystem but then we look at their website and it's not built for it so Mm. we say hey you need your developer to go in and make these changes wordpress shopify whatever it is and the developers would be slow to respond or they wouldn't implement it correctly so we finally just said you know what we're doing dev work so we all got certified with shopify we're a shopify partner woocommerce wordpress all the platforms that we work with within like 12 hours, we can get into an ecosystem, understand what we need to fix and do, and then apply changes to it to get the results that we need. And then that just turned into like, it was so rapid how we did the dev work that people just came to us for normal dev work. Wow. And so we had to expand into that role and we still have it, but that is a, the margins aren't great. If I'm being honest, like more more times than not, um, we break even on the dev work just because, I mean, dev is, is difficult, especially when you move really, really fast. So we had that going. Um, and then I think that was kind of the only branch out that we had, but I, it was different kinds of advertising, like B2B, we were going to build some products for, but I think B2C, e-commerce, specifically Shopify and Klaviyo, if you have that, that is our jam. We will plug oh. you right into our system and to the moon. Okay. Well, um, I don't have either of those, but <laughs> hopefully we'll be able to still do some work together. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. That's, just the, that's just the easy work. We yes. still are not afraid of work. <laughs> You're fine. Nice. Um, so how do people find you? <sighs> that's the sad part. They don't yet, but you can go to Adelaine.com and we're trying to put some stuff out on LinkedIn, but it's mainly word of mouth right now yeah. uh, with all of our clients. So uh, that's something that we're going to work on is to, is to get out there more because we do have solutions that are cost effective and, uh, you know, really productive for the e-commerce space. And so, you know, the new kind of new agile model that we bring to the marketing, it's not the old school, you know, very delayed and lots of bloat and lots of uh, fees tacked on. I think that's going to be helpful, especially to a lot of the entrepreneurs that are just starting. Yeah. So you know, education of all your pixel tracking. We don't just set up your analytics account for you and say, this is the world. And then when we're done working with you, we walk away with all that data. We educate you along the entire process. Here's Google Analytics. Here's what you should care about. Here's what we had to set up to track. Here's what you need to look at every day. And so the transparency 
it's almost, you know, sometimes we're a little nervous because we know maybe our products, uh, client's product isn't that great or, or they wanted to guide the marketing and the data was like, we shouldn't really go this way, but if you want to go this way, we will because hmm. it's your product. And the transparency shows the results like, hey, that wasn't such a great idea. So we're like, are they going to get mad at us? So uh, super transparent. And we give all the data to the client, like mm. every bit of it. If they were to move on to a different agency or do it themselves, every they, they understand their entire ecosystem. And the next day they could be off and running with it. So oh, that, that's a definite differentiator and game changer as yeah, well. It is. We, I can't tell you how many clients that we've connected to and it's just a default, give us access to your Google ads. We'll do some historical, you know, searching through it so we don't have to start from scratch. You already bought some intelligence, let's use it. And the agency previously will say, no, we don't let people have access to that. And it's just like, but that's like, they bought that. That's their data. So yeah, yeah. we don't play that game. Agreed, agreed. I. In the PR world, I think a lot of people are like, no, I'm not going to share my contacts. I'm like, well, if a person's, you know, if, if they contact a journalist on their own, what that's not doing any harm to me after I get them a story. Um, and chances are they might not be able to get another story from that journalist because I'm the one with the relationship, right? Um, but there's no point in me holding on to that or acting as if it's a scarcity mindset. I'd rather share and be transparent and open and honest about what I can or can't do. And it sounds like your ethos is very much the same, um, yeah. which is why we get along so well. Yes. Uh, and, and uh, you know, I will say to your point, we're the worst at marketing ourselves and <laughs> um, at spending time on our own branding. I recently, we've walked you through some branding exercises. <laughs> oh, they were so <laughs> eye-opening. It was, yes, super helpful, incredibly helpful. <laughs> I couldn't even imagine anything being that helpful as far as bringing focus to, you know, what our offering and what we want to do. Like yeah. that exercise was honestly, like, I just can't imagine not have doing that before like could have saved us so much time and energy and just wasted like who are we and let's go tell the world we're this and the next day we're that and really it was just like who are you what are your values what do you focus on and the big thing is what are you good at yeah and that good at thing it it really somehow running through your exercise it made it feel like what we're good at is good enough so just go do that we don't have to be everything exactly like, just be who you are and go do that really well. Yeah. So I think that was the end result that awesome. came. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, and there's more. We'll be sending you more. And and for oh, anybody cool. who's listening, um, we're walking Adeline through our PR incubator program, um, <laughs> which is quite intense, 12 modules, but we'd be happy to have any of you join us. And um, you can find that out at PRincubator.com. And Adeline, again, the website and the social media. It is Adelaine Media Group at Adelaine.com, A-D-A-L-A-N-E.com. Awesome. Um, Justin, is there anything else you want to leave our audience with today? Um, no, I think after we're done with the incubator, I might start a survivors group on Facebook and we can all <laughs> get together and, and chat about how awesome the experience was. Nice. I love it. <laughs> Staying positive. Well, I appreciate your time with us today and thank you to our audience for listening. If you have any questions about websites, SEO, digital advertising, Shopify, 
and many, many more things, check out Adelaine Media Group, adelaine.com. And Justin, thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Want more tips and tricks? Check us out online at www.annikapr.com, on social media at Annika Jackson PR, or join our three-month PR Incubator Bootcamp for small businesses via www.princubator.com. Mm-hmm.